Halleluja. Wow. What a blessing. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to be here tonight. Thank you for guiding us by the Holy Spirit. Thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for your holy presence. We love you, Jesus. And we thank you. Thank you for what you are doing in the earth. And thank you for your supernatural power that is at work in our lives. Thank you for the City Harvest Church. Thank you for Pastor Kong Hee and his dear wife. And thank you for this amazing ministry. What a blessing, Lord, this ministry has been in the world. We thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we lift our hands and we ask you to move in our midst. Have mercy on us, Lord. Touch us by your Spirit. Lead us by your Spirit. Bless everyone here, Lord. Lead us on in our journey with you, in our service to you, our service for you. Lead us. Lead us in this moment. We give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you. What a blessing. I want to thank Pastor Kong for inviting me to be here. It's a great blessing uh, to be here. I have seen your church on TV, and uh, I'm honored to be here today. He is my brother because we have the same father. When I walked into the office today and I saw Dr. Cho's picture, my heart just warmed uh, because he, he's, he was our great inspiration for church growth uh, in the ministry for so many years. I've been going to Korea for many years and um, been blessed to, to learn from his feet. And the very first time I went to Korea, Dr. Cho invited me to sit by him at a dinner, and that was the beginning of uh, a special door to my life and ministry. And through Dr. Cho, I met with Pastor Kong Hee, and, um, and I'm here today. So what a blessing. Amen. Now, uh, City Harvest Church is a blessed church. Um, one of the very difficult things in the world is to grow a church, to make a church grow. Not all churches grow. Some churches um, just don't grow, no matter what you do to them. And um, you, can, you can water them, you can weed them, you can pour fertilizer. They just don't grow. So, what we are seeing here today is a great miracle of God's power and a great work. Yes. 
Jesus said, you shall know them by their fruits. So it's a great fruit and work here for years. And I know that uh, you know something by the fruit, the fruits. And so that's how come, that's what I recognize and that's what I see. And so I want to congratulate Pastor Kong here for a great work. He has been a faithful pastor. And when I, when I, when I, when he came up on stage and started to speak this evening, I, I immediately saw in the realm of the spirit, the pastor, the shepherd, the lover of the people, the one with a heart to care for the people and to care for all their problems and to care for what they need, you know, so... That was beautiful, and I saw that just a few seconds that he was on stage. And I want you to know that you are blessed. You have a great pastor. God has blessed you with. He has, he has stood here with you, worked with you, preached to you, prayed for you. And that's a, that's a great blessing. So I honor you for the great work that you've done, your wife standing right by you all these years. Tonight, I have a very important message. Amen. And uh, my message is um, losing, suffering, sacrificing, and dying. Wow. I have a book that I wrote some years ago, and that's the title of the book. Losing, suffering, sacrificing, and dying. Wow. One time I took this book to America and then they said, that's a horrible title. <laughs> so they, they threw it out. So, but this is one of the finest and most important things that we have as Christians. And so I want to share with you these are four spiritual appointments for every Christian. Yes. Every Christian has these four appointments. And it is important that we add to our theology and to our teaching and to our ministry realities of losing, suffering, sacrificing, and dying. These are all Bible words. All right? Are you excited about my powerful message? You should be excited. <laughs> You'll be excited by the time I finish. Don't worry. Luke 14 and verse 26. It says, if any man come to me and hate not his father and his mother and his wife and his children and his brethren and his sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Jesus is our savior and Jesus is the one we are loving and following. Amen. Amen. 
And Jesus does not lower the standards for anybody. If Jesus said, if anyone come to me and, and hate not his father and his mother, his brothers and his sisters, his mother and his father, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Then, if those are the standards, when Jesus said, if anyone comes to me, let him take up his cross and follow me. And Jesus does not lower or change the standards for anybody. Amen. Amen. So if you want to be a medical doctor, there are certain things you must go through. And that is why medical schools are accredited. Everyone who becomes a medical doctor must go through certain things. All right? You must do what we call anatomy, physiology, biochemistry, internal medicine, surgery, etc., etc. Because if you don't do those things, you cannot be called a doctor. You just cannot, right? You can't just have your own, your own medical school and have your own ideas, <laughs> all right? And uh, because it's, it's, that's not a doctor. So to be a disciple for Jesus, to be a disciple, right, there are some standards and there are some things that we have to go through. We have to accomplish. And that is not, Jesus is not going to lower the standards for Singaporeans. And he's not going to lower the standard for City Harvest Church. And he's not going to lower the standard for anybody. If any man come to me, any man, anybody come to me. If anyone wants to be my disciple, if anyone wants to bear the fruits that I want him to bear, to win the lost, and to do the work of God, these are the conditions. And there's no exception. No matter what you say, and no matter who preaches what, forever. So, very important, I want us to see, because in this message, which is really about the cross of Jesus, because if anyone comes to me, let him take up his cross, right? Inside this message is our blessing, a great blessing of fruitfulness and of all the things that God wants us to do, we will accomplish them and you are going to be blessed. So number one, let me just show you your appointment with loss and losing. Listen, if you're going to follow Jesus, you will lose something. <laughs> you, you cannot, you cannot be a Christian without losing something. You cannot bear fruit. We cannot evangelize the world without losing something. So, Matthew 16, 25, and these are the words of Jesus. He said, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever 
will lose his life for my sake will find it. So there's nothing like Christianity without losing something. I have lost something to be here. I've lost something to be a Christian. I've been a Christian for so many years, serving the Lord and working in the church. And there are many things I have lost that I will never get back on this side of eternity. Yes. And you, because there are people here God has called to be evangelists and preachers. And there are people here, there are people here who are called pastors, but even though you are a pastor, these four appointments are awaiting you. In fact, they are waiting for you to fill your form to apply. <laughs> apply to lose something. So let's keep marching on. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 7. What did he say? He said, But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Paul said, I lost. I lost them. I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. For whom I have suffered the loss. I want you to keep noticing the word loss. For whom I have suffered the loss of all things. And do count them but down that I may gain Christ. Can I have an amen from somebody? I do count them but down that I may gain Christ. That's Paul. He said, but what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered, I have suffered loss, that there are things I've lost To gain Jesus, you may have to lose a boyfriend. Oh, yes. To gain Jesus, you may have to lose a position. To gain Jesus, you may have to lose an opportunity. He said, yea, doubtless, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. And I do count them but done that I may gain Christ. Can I have an amen and a clap for Jesus? Hallelujah. Number two, your appointment with suffering. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 29. Suffering. He said in verse 29, for unto you, Listen, it is given in the behalf of Christ not only to believe, not only believing in Jesus, but also to suffer. When I stood here in the realm of the Spirit, I sensed suffering. I, 
God showed me a smell of suffering. That this church has suffered. You have suffered some things. But what he's showing you here is that it has been given to you not only to believe. You are not just a believer. You have also been called to suffer. It's part of the calling. Listen, I'm so sorry to tell you, but I'm also happy to tell you because I'm happy that God is not going to leave you out. Listen. <laughs> you see, I heard somebody saying something. It was in America, TBN. And they were saying, well, I thank God I was not born in Africa. Oh, yeah. I thank God I was not born in Africa, you know. Blah, 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 talking. And you see, people feel that, you know, if you are in this place, you are going to suffer. And then these people are not going to suffer. You know, if you are maybe in America, you will not suffer as a Christian. Or if you are in uh, uh, some other place, you will not suffer. But you see, no matter who you are and no matter where you live, and no matter whether you are in Singapore, whether you are in Switzerland, whether you are in America, it says you are called not only to believe, but also to suffer. No matter where you are, there will be some kind of suffering that you are going to see. Yes. Hmm. And, I, and, and, and I'm glad that God is not leaving you out. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 2. He said, I, We sent Timothy, our brother, and God's fellow worker in the gospel of Jesus Christ, to strengthen and encourage you as to your faith, so that no man should be disturbed by these afflictions. All right? For you yourselves know, look at the underlying part, that we have been destined for this. We have been destined for this. There, there, you see, there's different kinds of suffering. You know, just like there's different ways to kill a cat. Are you, are you with me? <laughs> you know the different ways to kill a cat. Oh, yeah. One day I met her. I, I saw a man in a, somebody's house. And he was sitting down quietly. I said, I asked, who is this man? He said, oh, he's coming to catch. There was a, there were a lot of cats there. He said, he's coming to catch them. I said, really? He said, they're all they're wild cats. The man had a net and a club. Hey. The man was wild. And he comes every year to kill cats. Yeah. And I do, I'm sure you, you, you don't know the way that he kills them. You can shoot them. You can poison them. You can drown them. You can use a net to catch them. And what else? Injection, but all ends up being caught and all ends up dying. Yeah. And it all ends up in the same, but it's different, a different way. Your suffering may be different from my suffering, but you will suffer if you are going to be a Christian. How many want to be Christians? How many want to follow Jesus? Look at the Bible. It says, for we have been destined for this. 
And even when we were with you, we kept telling you in advance that we were going to suffer affliction. We kept telling you. But you, you don't believe it. Wow. For this reason, when I could no longer endure it, I also sent to find out about your faith for fear that the tempter might have tempted you. Well, how would the, te- the, the tempter tempt? The tempter would tell you that the suffering you are going through is because you are a bad person or there's something unique. You know, everything we experience, we, we can't believe that the person sitting right next to you has the same problem and even worse. Yeah, you can't even believe it. So, suffering is an appointment that we are destined for. Amen. Acts 14, verse 22. Confirming the souls. Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. And that we must... Am I allowed to come downstairs? Are you sure? I need a visa, eh? or permit, or certificate, or license. We kept telling you that through much tribulation, we must enter. Let me tell you something. Tribulation is a door in the realm of the spirit. It's a what? It's a door. It's because tribulation is a door. That's why tribulation causes you to enter places that you would never enter. Yeah. Tribulation is a door in the realm of the spirit. And through tribulation, you go to places you would never have gone to if you didn't suffer. There are certain things you would never think about until you suffer. Certain things. You, you, you have to suffer certain things before you know. For instance, you wouldn't know, for instance, that there's a, there's a group for people who have cancer of this place. Cancer of the eye. Or cancer of the fingernail. You wouldn't know that there's, there's a special group that meets. How will you know? Because you never had that. You don't even know that there was such a disease. But when you have that sickness, you'll find out that there is a special group that they have meetings every Friday. Yeah, Yeah, they meet every Friday in the evening. But it is through your troubles that you enter into the will of God or into the kingdom. So I don't know what tribulation you've been through, but I came to tell you that through much, not, not a little, Through much tribulation, we must enter. Yeah. And you see, I saw it in the the realm of the spirit. I saw suffering and tribulation. Because, you see, there's a a smell in the realm of the spirit. When you meet someone who has suffered, you know. Yeah. Suffering... And tribulation is God's will for you. How many have heard of Derek Prince? Have you heard of Derek Prince? Yeah. Derek Prince has a little book called The Grace of Yielding. It's an interesting book. It's a short message that he preached, The Grace of Yielding. 
And the priest said something. He said, he said one day he was watching television and he saw a pastor. And the pastor was talking about his, his ministry. About how God is using him. He has this number of members. He has uh, this number of souls. His church has grown to this size. He has written this number of books. And the prince said, as he watched the man, you can read it in his book, he said to himself, all these things this man is saying are nice. But one day, it's not going to be about what he has accomplished, but it's going to be about what he can allow and what he can go through. One man of God said something. He said, it's not what you, what, you've, um, what you call an accomplishment. But he said, what have you survived? That's what he said. He gave three things. He said, what have you been through? Number one, what have you suffered? Number two, and number three, what have you survived? He said, that's what I want to know about you. Not uh, how many books you've written or how big is your church or what... Is whatever, but what have you suffered? What have you survived? And what have you been through? Oh, yes. Write it down. What have you survived? <laughs> what have you suffered? And what have you been through? Oh, yes. So it is nice to be a 25 year old pastor who is coming up in the Lord. But one day, it's going to be about what have you survived? Because I don't think God is going to allow you to be the high jump specialist of the world. When he gives us six meters to jump, and when it's your turn, he just brings it down to two meters. And then you, you get a gold medal with two meters, and I have to jump six meters like this. Somebody's got to be crazy. <laughs> if the Lord gave me six meters to jump, I don't see why he's going to give you two meters to jump to get the same crown. Yes. Through much tribulation, we must enter the kingdom. Number three, your appointment with sacrifice. Romans 12, 1, so it's losing, suffering, sacrificing, all right? I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Amen. Every person who comes to God must sacrifice something. Amen. You're going to sacrifice. You're going to make a sacrifice. Now listen, how many have heard of Abraham? You heard of Abraham? What about Isaac? Jacob? Noah? Have you ever heard of any of God's great servants who didn't make sacrifices? No, think about it. You've heard of Abraham. You've heard of Jacob, Noah, Solomon, David. Who, which, which person who served God didn't make and present sacrifices to God? There's nothing like that. 
There's nothing like serving God without sacrificing things. Yes, there's nothing like serving God without giving. You know, when I came here, I knew by all means, at a point, there's going to be an offering. Because there's nothing like a church without offerings. There's nothing like serving God without giving up and sacrificing, making sacrifices for God, for the church, for the ministry. And all of us must know that sacrifice is an inherent part of Christianity. Whether from Abraham, even other, um, what's his name? Uh, Adam's children, what are they called? Abel and Cain. It was a sacrifice. Remember where Cain didn't bring the right sacrifice? Abel brought a blood sacrifice. Cain brought salad, you know, to, for, for sacrifice. And God said, I don't eat salad. I don't like salad. You get it? And then he was angry with his brother. Yeah. There was sacrifice. When Noah came out of the ark, he also sacrificed. And when God smelled the sacrifice, he said, I will never flood. I won't drown people again. God changed. He said, I won't flood. I won't drown anybody anymore. There's nothing like God without sacrifice. And so when we come to Jesus, you're going to have to sacrifice. When God called me, you know, I, I, I was a medical doctor, and he wanted me to put down the medicine and be a pastor. And I mean, almost all my, my classmates, I mean, they, they all live in America. That's where they work. Most of them. Because it's quite lucrative to be a, a doctor in America, you know. Yeah. My, my roommate, whom I who was in my roommate in university, he's in New Jersey. Yeah, that's where they all, they, all, they, all, they all live there. They've lived there for years and working there. God told me, you, got to, you give it up. Put it down and, and put it on the altar. Serve me. I'll look after you. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, my wife's mother... Ah, she was not happy with that because I had just married her only daughter. So she was, I mean, she was going crazy over that. She would come to me, she would talk, listen, you have to go back to the hospital, you have to go and work, I'm going to, uh, you have to do, she kept on and on until one day, I told her, because she was a teacher, so we, we didn't call, we don't call her by her name, we call her please teacher. So I said, please teacher, please. From today, don't talk about this again. I cannot. I have decided. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. And I had just a small church in a classroom. And all my members were students. There was no important person in the church. All the members were poverty-stricken students. <laughs> there was not even one car. Nobody had a car in the church. Oh, yeah. And I said, this is what I'm going to give myself for, to pastor these people. Amen. Yes. And I said, I'm not going to know America. I'm not going to anywhere. I'm going to stay here. And I'm going to be a pastor because I believe God wants me to do this. Yeah. There is nobody who serves God at a certain point, 
without having to make sacrifices and to sacrifice for God. Yeah. Now, sacrifice is the difference between pastors. In John chapter 12 and verse 24, you see that Jesus got to a place where he said, the seed must die. And I'm going to come to that. But before I do that, let's talk about your appointment with death. He said, if in Luke 9:23, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. The cross is the equivalent of the electric chair. Do you, do you execute people? I, I, do you have a death penalty here? Is it electric chair? Hanging. Okay. <laughs> so, when we wear the cross, it's like wearing an electric chair. Yeah. Or at the needle, or the hanging, whatever. It's the method of killing. Now it's like jewelry, but it is actually the method of dying. That's the cross of Jesus Christ. So when you take up the cross, it is a cross. The cross is the way you are going to die for God. Amen. So God wants you to come to this place where you are going to make losing, suffering, sacrificing, and dying is going to be part of your life. And that is when the change comes. Now, in John chapter 12, I want to show you something. It's in, it says in verse 23, and Jesus answered, saying, the hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, and die, it abideth alone. But if it dies, if it dies, if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. Amen. If it dies. So, God wants us to pay a price. Amen. And Jesus got to the place where it was time to die. You know, Jesus could have continued preaching. Why did he stop preaching? Why, why did Jesus stop preaching? Why didn't he travel beyond Israel? Why didn't he go to other places in the world and preach? Because the preaching was not going to save the people. 
the blood of Jesus would save the people. Yeah. It was the cross and what he was going to suffer that would save people. That is where the power is. So the Bible says in John 12, 24, please put the scripture on if you can. It says that unless the seed falls into the ground, it abides alone. So this was the point. Unless we go into the ground, and when you go into the ground, the Bible says the seed will fall. So there is a falling process. And then a dying process where you disintegrate and then you come out bearing much fruit. Yeah. So when I started our church in, um, in Ghana, I mean, nobody wanted to hear about us. It's like, who is this guy, medical student who started a church? And we were like outcasts in a little classroom somewhere I was preaching. But that is the falling and the dying process. And you disintegrate. Nobody knows you. Nobody wants you. Nobody wants to be associated with you. Yes. And you disintegrate. And I believe this church has been through dying. Disintegrating. Breaking down. Where you are broken down. You are broken down by the, by the suffering or by the process. And after that comes the fruits. And without the dying, there's no fruit. So we've never had a church like this before in the world. Large congregations, Bibles available, e-Bibles, knowledge, books written, great speakers. But we've never had a time like this where the church is actually declining. And the power is going out of the church. Because people are not prepared to do anything for God. People are not prepared to die for Jesus. And to lose anything for Jesus. We need people who are ready to give up their lives. Jesus said, go ye into all the world. Go ye into how many places? All the world. You see all those countries that we showed in the video? I've never, I've never been to those places. You know, people think Africa is just one little town. You know, it's, it's a huge continent. You have to fly for hours, just like Asia, to get to another country. But many Christians are not prepared to suffer, to go as missionaries into the world. I personally haven't met any Singaporean missionary in Africa. Yeah, most, most countries in, in Africa where I have been, I, don't, I, have not met, I, I have not met any Singaporean missionary there. And I've never met a missionary from almost all the countries in another country. No one goes beyond his borders. Meanwhile, Jesus told us, go ye into all the world. And it's like, oh, somebody else will go there. Or we'll send television. But when the church was powerful, when the American church was really powerful, you go anywhere, you find assemblies of God missionaries in every country, all over Africa. I'm telling you, in Ghana, in anywhere, you find obedient 
they were ready to die for whatever it is that they, they believed. Yeah. You see, and that thing has been taken out. Yes, we have powerful people on TV, but nobody's prepared to go anywhere. <laughs> nobody's prepared to go anywhere or to do anything. The maximum is to be in the choir, to be in a dancing group, to attend church, to warm the pews, but to go. He said, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. So we have the large churches. It's like having 10,000 children in your army as against having 10 soldiers, 10 warriors. The church is made up of a large sea of little children. You can't send anybody. The church must send or it will end. I said, the church must send or it will end. Where are your missionaries? Why, why do you assume? Why do you assume that missionaries must come from, from where? America's closing down their Bible schools. Yeah. It's our, it's our turn to send missionaries to the whole world and to see the whole world as the field. So I came today to preach to you. It's in 1 Corinthians 1.18. It says that the preaching of the cross is the power of God. That's where there's power. There is preaching, but there's no preaching of sacrifice. And so there's no power. There's no power to change. Power to move. Power to win the loss. You, you see, sacrifice releases power. Every religion knows it, that. Sacrifice is important for power. So you find that Christianity have thrown out the cross. We are the ones who have a savior who went and gave up his life. I don't know anybody else who has a savior who said, I'm going here. When I go, they're going to kill me. I'm so I'll, I'll die tomorrow. Who has such a savior? We have that savior. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And Jesus said, you take up your cross and I take up my cross and follow Jesus. Amen. Amen. So today God is calling us. You see, we, we, we know all the scriptures. We, 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 have, we have the bread. We have the word like we've never had before. But now God is calling his church to pay a price. And when I say sacrifice, I don't mean give money. I don't mean give money and I don't mean giving tithes. I'm talking about putting yourself into the offering basket. Yes, I'm talking about giving yourself. Giving yourself to God. Give yourself to Him. I'm talking about giving yourself, your, the, the human being. You know, one time when God called me, I said, Lord, I will serve you. I will follow you. Uh, but, you know, I, I will go to America, earn a lot of money, and give to the church. That's what I thought. But the Lord said, no, I don't want you. I don't want your money. I want you. 
Yes, I don't need your money. I don't, and I found out that God doesn't need my money. Yeah, God doesn't, God doesn't care about my money. He, he, he needs me. One time I met a man, he, he didn't have a thumb. He just had four fingers. So I asked him, where's your thumb? He said, I, it, it got cut off in a factory. I was working. But he said, oh, I'm very happy to lose my thumb. I said, why? He said, oh, because I got 80,000 pounds for this thumb. Yeah. So I thought, 80,000 pounds for this one. So how much, how much is this one too? How much would this one be? 160,000? Two, uh, 240,000? And then five thumbs would be what? Five fingers would be what? 400,000 pounds. That was about 30 years ago. Then how much would be the whole hand? And how much would be this hand? And what about the leg? And another leg? What about your kidney? And your stomach? I realized that I was very valuable. Yeah. Like if you put the whole body, if you're giving yourself is far more than giving $5,000. Yeah. So God wants Christians to give themselves. Yes. And to give yourself. And I want to say to City Harvest Church, you, you know your name is very prophetic. Harvest. If the world had 100 people, there would be 60 of them here in Asia. Yeah. You're, most of the people are here. God is waiting for your crusades. Your big mega evangelistic crusades across the whole of Asia. God is waiting for your missionaries. You missionaries to go from here huh, into every nation in Asia. To build churches in every town. All over. From Taiwan to the last corner. And to move to Europe. And move to Africa. And to move to Honduras. And to Brazil. You are not clapping about Brazil. It's too far. Matthew 28. Go ye. Go ye. Go ye. Go ye. Go ye. And I tell you. That is when the greatest blessing is going to come in the church. Look at the American church. They are our fathers. They traveled. Pastor Gunaratnam, I'm sure you know him. And all these people, they've been blessed by American I mean, missionaries who gave their lives for the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you come to Ghana, I'll show you a cemetery made up of only Swiss and German people. Yeah, my mother is Swiss. And my mother told me when she was a child in Basel, in Switzerland, she remembered they, they used to have a basket, and they say, for missionaries in Africa. Yeah. And they used to give money to help missions in Africa. Today, Switzerland, there's no church there, hardly. But in Ghana, we are 75% Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, how many of us want God to use, how many want to give yourself into the offering basket today? Not your, your wallet, but yourself. Stand to your feet, let me pray with you.
There are people here, God wants to use you. Amen. How many want to say, Lord, here I am. Send him. <laughs> How many want to say, Lord, here I am. Send them. How many want to say, Lord, here I am. Send me. Send me. Use me. Let me tell you. One day, when we get to heaven, you are going to see Pastor Kong, his throne. I've seen it already in the realm of the spirit. Yeah. Big one. It's a big throne. And a heavy crown. It's going to be quite heavy for you to put on your head. Yeah. Yeah. How many want to have such crowns and thrones in heaven? You have to also pay the price. He has paid a price to be who he is. A heavy price. Yes. And it's your turn. Because Jesus said, take up your cross. Everybody has a cross. I can't tell you what I've been through. You know, one time I got on a plane and everybody was saying sorry to me. Sorry. Sorry. There are so many stories I could tell you, you know. Sorry. I mean, I had one pastor blessing and say, this year no one will say sorry to you. That was a blessing. He said, receive this blessing. This year, nobody will say sorry to you. So I remembered when the people were saying sorry, 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 sorry. And I thought, I, I understand what it means. You have to pay your price and give your life to Jesus. And God is going to change the world through this church. Yes. Many young people here, you are called to go into the world. Many, 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 many. You are called. You are called. Forget about your money. Forget about your money is nothing. Money is that. Don't, don't, don't be too important. Money, 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 money. It's you, 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 you. Not money, money, money. Don't think about money. Money is nothing. Yeah, Jesus gave his life. He gave himself. Yes. And that's what God is calling you today. To give yourself. I want to give myself. To work for Jesus. To go to the ends of the world. To do everything that I have to do. To build the church. To win the lost at any cost and every cost. If you think that just Konghi is called, or maybe I am called, a Bonki is called, then you don't know God. If you had seven billion people to save, would you call three people? No, I mean, it. if you had seven billion people to save, would you call just three people? God calls many. The Bible says many are called, not few people. God calls many people. And today God is calling you. How do you know God is calling? You can hear my voice and you can hear the Spirit calling you and saying, come on, my friend. Come on, you must serve the Lord. Come on, you must do the will of God. You must do the work of God. You know, before we close, I want to just ask you, if you are here and you believe God wants you, He's putting a hook in your heart and He's calling you, come to me. I want to use you. If you are here like that, come to me in the front here. I just want to pray with you right now. Just lift your hand and come. If you believe God is calling you and he wants you, not your money, but you. He wants you 
to work for him to you to give yourself to him to serve him oh yes then just come come from wherever because you can sense it in your heart that God is calling you he's calling you he's calling you he's calling you palama shondelema tarama dalama come my friend come my brother come my brother forget about your wallet forget about your money forget about what you think you have and what you are holding on to God is not interested in all these these are nothing the silver and gold on a thousand hills are for Jesus but God is calling you God is calling you he says I want you and I'm going to use you to do my will today you must lose something for Jesus you must sacrifice something for him you must suffer for him. You must die for him. This is the call of God for your life. Where's Joel? Yes. Lift your hands. Where's Joel? Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands. Mandola makabaramba dala mamandala ba. Paloma shandola mamba mandala ba. Palende kemamba mamandala ba basha. Palenda kamanda baranda mashambarada. Palamandala ma. Listen, there are some more people here. There are people here. God has called you. He called you a long time ago. But you've gone wayward. You've gone all around doing all sorts of things. But today he's saying, my son, my son, you are mine. You can never run away from my calling. You can never go away from what I want, from my calling and my choosing you. I chose you years ago. Give yourself up tonight to him. Lift your hands up and surrender yourself to him. Amando Sampanda Kabalama Shomba Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Ma adama shamba ndala manka mandola menda riba. Hambola mama kabala mbala manana mana. Jesus, thank you. Lord, as I stretch out my hands. times of trouble, you'll be my friend. Oh, yes. Yes, you will. Oh, Lord. Sometimes when doubt and fear try to steal my faith. Oh, I run. Lord, I run to you, and I'll just set aside the cares of this world. I fall in love with you again. I'll just throw away the troubles of this world. I fall in love with you. Lift your hands. 
Father, thank you for thank you for your servant. Watch. Thanks for your power. Thanks for your grace. I know you said. I know you said, Jesus. I am the apple of your eye. Thanks for your power. There's power here. Thanks. Thanks for a great servant. Thanks for a great servant. For loving me, Jesus. You gave your life. You gave your life. Jesus. Thanks. Thanks for power. There's new power. Jesus. Sometimes my heart just wants to break for loving you. My heart. For Jesus. I'll just let break. Thanks for power. So much power. Thank you, Jesus. Oh yes, Jesus. And I'll just set aside the cares of this world. Set aside the cares of this world. Fall in love with you again. Fall in love with Jesus again. I'll just fall in love with Jesus. Fall in love with Jesus. Fall in love with Jesus. Thanks. Thanks.
are the apple of his eye. I am the apple of your My God. eye. Let me pray for those on the back here. your life also lift your hand I want to give my life 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 I also want to give my life I also want to give my life city harvest city harvest city harvest God wants you God wants you he wants the human being he wants you he's going to use you he's chosen you Lift your hand and receive power, power, power. Madaba, there's power here. There's power here. Every young person, God has called you. God has called you. There's power. That's the power. Tell that, Shubek. Thanks, 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 thanks. Baliko, Balando, Balimba, Oh yes. oh yes. I remember you said, Come on, church there's power. Don't stop, don't stop. Just keep on plucking in. Trust in my faith. I just run to you. Don't run away from him. Don't run away from him. Run to him. Run to him. Run to him. Don't run away from him. God loves you. That's why He chose 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 you. Don't stop. There's power. There's power. Just pluck it wherever you are. Stretch your hands. Just reach out to the Lord. There's power in the atmosphere. Power from heaven. My God. My God. God is calling you. God is calling us. God is calling this church. Jesus. 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 Come on, church, just stretch your hands. Just don't be tired. There's power. Just pluck into the Lord. Something is powerful is happening in your life, in my life, in our church. I want anybody who has cancer and you want me to pray, pray with you to come, to just come here. 
you have cancer of any type, come here. I, I want to pray with you. The rest of you stay there. I'll finish praying for everybody. I think I've almost finished. Have I almost finished? Okay. Anybody with any type of a cancer, you need me to pray with you. I want to just pray for you. Just come and just be here. I'll come to you. Listen. Everybody lift your hand. Adoniram Judson said something. How many have heard of Adoniram Judson, missionary to Myanmar, to Burma? He said, do not run away from God. God is gracious. Don't run away from him. A few more days and our work here will be done. Come to God. Don't run away. Come, run to him. He loves you and he, he honors you. Look at your pastor. God honored him. That's why he called him. He's a great honor. He's a very important person. Yes. Very important. Tyndale. Tyndale, the one who translated the Bible to English. He was bent by the government of um, his time. 75% of the King James Bible is Tyndale translation. Yes. He was just bent. He went out as nothing but to God. Today, when we read the King James Bible, 500 years later, we are reading his words. Yes. Amazing. Lift your hands. God is making you great in his sight. God is making you great in his sight. Oh, yes. I am the God. Take it now, there's power flowing. Oh, I send my word. There's power. And I hear there's power. Your oh, yes. Yes. I am the God, your healer. You are the Lord oh, and healer. Jesus. Jesus. Thanks. 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 You are the Power. There's power. There's power. There's power. 
sick here. Pastor, come will help me. Or just give me oil. Anybody who is seriously sick, I want to just pray. Oh, don't do that. Everybody stretch out your hand. There's healing and miracle. There's healing and miracle. There's healing and miracle. That's what we pray for today. There's healing. Any form of cancer, any form of disease and death. Oh, yes. That healing me, you are the Lord, my healer. You said you were, you said you were, and you were. Come on, let's just stay for just five or ten more minutes, okay? Everybody just stretch your hands, just reach out to the Lord right now. Listen. If you put an apostle down and you cut him open, do you know what you see inside? Huh? Do you want to know? Yes. You see the word, a word with two letters. And the word is go. Yeah. Go. Go. And I believe that if you open this man's heart, if you slice it, you are going to see G-O. Go. He wants to do more for God. And, and all of us, we are not going to be 10,000 little babies. Do you want 10,000 little babies or you want an army? How many want to be part of this great army? Ah, Pastor, we, we don't see you. Sometimes I met somebody, I said, we don't see you in the army of the Lord. He said, I'm in the secret service. <laughs> Do you want to be in the real army or the secret service? Lift your hands. Father, I thank you tonight for the last few people that we lay hands on. Everybody I pray for, I'm praying for somebody in the congregation as well by faith. Lift your hand and receive the grace. The grace to go. The grace to fight on. The grace to receive the mantle and the mission from God. Lift your hand, everybody. I remember you said you never leave me. Oh. You never leave me. You never leave me, no. And in times of trouble, you'll be my friend. You'll be my friend in yes, times of trouble. Sometimes when doubts and fear, when doubt and fear try to steal my faith. Try to steal my faith. Wow. When I'll just run to, to Jesus. Yes, I will. I will I'll run. run to you. And I'll just set aside the cares of this world. I'll set aside all kinds of business. 
Lord, you gave your life. You gave your life. Yes, you gave your life. You gave your whole life. Your whole life. Your whole life. Oh yes. Sometimes my heart just wants to break for loving you. Oh, I'm going to let my heart break for Jesus. I'll just let it break. Thank you. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Father, thank you for these children. Oh, yes. Receive the grace of God. Receive power. 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 Thank you. Thanks. There's power here. I remember There's power you here. Said, Receive. Thanks. You said you never Thanks. Leave me. Thanks. Oh, no. Thanks. Yes. Oh, no. In times of trouble. Thanks. Lord, you be my friend. Excuse me. Thank you. Let me come this way. Are these people coming to the front? Sometimes Thank you. Thanks for your power. Try to steal my Thanks for your power. There's power here. There's power here. There's power here. There's power here. Careful. There's power. Jesus, I'll run to you. Thanks. I just set aside the cares of this world. There's power. Lift him up. Thank you for your power. Jesus. I'll just throw away the troubles of this world. I in love with you. Power. Power. Thanks. 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 Thanks for mercy. Thanks for mercy. Oh, yes. I know. I know you said, Jesus. You said I am the apple oh, of your eye. My God. Yes, my God. You did. My God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, everybody, I sense more than 100 apostles here tonight. Lift your hand. God is giving you the grace. The grace to build a mega church like this is being given to many people here. Lift your hand and believe God. No one can do this unless God is with him. 
If God is not with you, you cannot do the work of God. Lift your hand and receive the grace. Father, everyone I touch, let them be endowed with your grace. Your grace. Your grace. Every hand that is lifted up tonight. Thanks. 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 Yes. Power. 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 Grace. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. I'll just throw away the troubles of this world. Watch. Oh yes. I fall in love. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Yes. Jesus, I fall in love with you. Oh, thank you. Oh, Father, we pray for healing. Jesus' name. Thank you. I'm falling in love with you, yes. Jesus. Thanks for your power. Thanks for your power. Thanks for your power, Jesus. There's, there's, there's power here. There's power here. There's power here. My back. I'm falling in love with you. Before I sit down, everybody take your phone. Take your phone. Take your phone and lift it up like this. I want to pray with you about your phone. Take your phone and lift it up. Lift your phone. Father, thank you for good news. Lift your phone. I pray. Let this phone receive good news good messages miracles answers to prayer father whatever crisis this phone represents whatever bad news we have heard on this phone may it never come again may this phone or its replacement be a source of good news good tidings may we hear what we have been praying to hear for a long time may you not receive an evil report from the doctor on this phone in the name of Jesus or a bad news from afar Lord I thank you for every bank account that is represented here send your blessings send your blessings into the finances into the banks into the monies into the situations i pray for it lord i pray for it lord lift your two hands now and father we thank you for it that it's already done thank you it's already done it's already done thank you jesus for miracles miracles healings, blessings and good news for every one of your children thank you Lord in Jesus name 
Say thank you to Jesus right now. God bless you. Woo. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give the Lord a big clap.